How you doing, Rich? You alright? Not so bad, Bob. How are you? <laughs> yeah. What was with the hushed tones? Oh, uh, well, you know, because well, I never speak too close to the mic and get told off for it. That's true. So I thought, well, well, you're not you holding it, and that's the main thing. <laughs> so, where are we, chaps? Where are we? We're at the London Craft Beer Festival. Oh, uh, probably the highlight of our years. <laughs> it's busy. It's busy. Least. Queuing to get in next to an old tobacco ship with the Seven Sisters, I think. Nice. Ship knowledge. Rich made the um, interesting call of, of wanting to get a drink in before coming to the Craft Beer Festival. Yeah, because, what was said drink? Uh, pina Colada. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting, wasn't it? Solid so choice. You started off the Craft Beer Festival with a cocktail. <laughs> a yeah, can of 100%. 8% Pina Colada. Um, which was interesting for me because like, also we were reminiscing about last year and we didn't come away feeling like there wasn't enough beer on offer. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to get, just get the engines revving. Okay, fair enough. Warm yeah. up. Um, well, that's exciting. What are we going to do today? We're going to do some a little bit of recording as we go around. Yep. Hopefully try and speak to some people yep. uh, and try and keep it as coherent as possible. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have more sound bites of, of things that we're liking, not liking, and uh, we'll just give you some updates as we go along. Uh, I can't and wait. And it's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're probably going to talk to the Timothy Taylors though, because they were jacked and they'll tell us how to stay in shape. Yeah, just um, <laughs> don't, don't go and embarrass me in front of my people. All right. <laughs> We're in. We're in. It took, it took a little while, but we're here. Um, and we've had a couple of beers because we wanted to get a little bit warmed up before we That's started talking. It. Yeah, yeah. And where are we now? Um, I believe it's Favela. Favela. Favela, sorry. So, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll let you off. <laughs> yeah. Taste of Rio. Um, never tried it before, have you? Uh, no, this is no. my first time. Sorry, so we've both got the lager, haven't we? Yeah, that's right. So, oh, here comes Joe with his as well. What did, what, what did this, you get? I got the lager. Have we all got the lager? No, it smells so different to what anything else we've had so far. I love it. Chins up. Okay, you guys drink it and I'll talk, you know, hopefully with some purpose. In the meantime, pause. Oh, multi. Multi. Very yeah. multi. It's, it's not, suitable for like a warm climate. Yeah. It's yeah. almost got like a real nutty taste to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. Definitely, not, definitely not as fizzy as I thought it was going to be. Not as fizzy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I like that. I, I, well, I've always quite liked the multi ones. I'm not yeah. too sure on the initial smell when yeah. I first gave it a whiff, but the taste is. Plus, if you, if you find that bit multi, there is an IPA over there as well, oh, so yeah. you can have, you give that a well. So, so if you're talking about Prevella, because I've never seen Prevella before. No, yeah, we're just saying, never seen as far as we got before you get it back. Brazil. Lager. Enjoying the toucan on the logo. I want to know. Yeah, that's yeah, good. It looks a cool brand. I, I love thought... the their, their bottle designs look very cool, very yeah. like intricate. I yeah. would have thought the only thing I would say, I would have expected it to not be as malty because you think a kind of hot climate kind of. I don't know. Maybe that's because they can get hold of the malt. You'd maybe so be a little bit fruitier, as expected. Yeah. Maybe a little yeah. fruit twist. But I have no idea. But, but, but this is what makes me feel like this must be like a more like traditional. Like they actually drink this in in. Brazil again. Yeah, I've got no yeah, idea. This yeah. is like a foster situation where they're just selling Brazil as an idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it's actually made in Brazil. But this sounds like this tastes like something that maybe locals really get on board with in Rio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was going to say we should probably do a bit more of a deep dive into it uh, later. So yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, definitely yeah, try yeah. some more of this yeah. stuff. And we're off. I mean, this is an interesting environment. I love it. We're in a little cave. There's Christmas trees. There's giant Jenga. There's Jurassic Five playing. Um, if you haven't figured out from that which beer we're drinking, and you know, God help you, basically. <laughs> so, I've got I've got a jingly hat on. Yeah. Let's see, I like I like to feel they're keeping up the Christmas tree business out of season. 
Yeah, but exactly. I, th- I think they're bringing their Belgium to here. So this yeah. is Belgium's known for its deep tree sets, isn't it? Well, that's it. I like we, we haven't even mentioned the beer yet. Yeah, yeah, should we put people out of their misery and say exactly what it is we're drinking? Oh, it's the shoof. The shoof. The shoof. Not so, chuff. Chuff. Up chuff, the chuff. chuff. Up the chuff. Yeah. Up the chuff. Down the chuff. Down the chuff. <laughs> and uh, it's very tasty. It's very nice. We enjoyed it when we did reviewed it, didn't we? Like, yeah. How many episodes ago? But apparently they're doing this other thing where they have hidden some Marcel gnomes around the the beer festival. Uh, There's eight in total, three have been found, so there are still five out in the wild. I didn't bring my tranquilizer darts, because I I think it could be quite a tricksy little gnome. I just didn't know we really enjoyed hip-hop, which I'm kind of there for. But so if we manage to find a Marcel, we bring him back here, back to back home to Belgium. You get a 1.5 litre, I think. So we're going to keep our eyes peeled for Marcel. Marcel, Marcel, yeah, see if we yeah. can uh, see if we can pick that up. He'll be hiding in a crevice, I reckon. <laughs> Guys, tell us about yourselves. So we're the Indian Brewery. We're based in Birmingham. Uh, been brewing since 2014. Uh, came a long way, to be fair. Got a tap room right in the heart of the city centre. In addition to that, just got a new canning machine. So we do everything on site at the brewery. Uh, we're growing. So we've obviously started with two employees back in 2014. Got 30 members of staff now. And then by the end of the year, Going into next year, we should have 72. So, um, yeah, we're on the increase. It's amazing. I mean, we're obviously, Rich and I have got a real love for, for the Birmingham area. We grew up in Worcester, so not too far away. And just by the names that you have here as well, you know, like just you've got a Birmingham Lager. Is that like a staple people really gravitate towards that? Absolutely. So, Birmingham Lager really represents Birmingham as a whole. So, one day, um, we were out in a bar in London, and sorry, in Birmingham, and we were drinking London Lager. And it didn't quite make sense. So that's where the idea came about. And obviously being born in Birmingham, it just made sense to really create a beer that showcases Birmingham. Do you find like, because you're, you know, because we think of like Indian beers, you know, and obviously there are some amazing Indian beers out in the world. Like, you know, but the mass stuff is always like usually paired with like curries and, and Indian food. Do you guys feel like you get pigeonholed a little bit by that? Or well, because you're doing something so different? You know, that is, you know, absolutely. Like, so all of our beers originally, when we first started, we kept it very traditional. Yeah. Uh, so we started with Cascales going and selling to traditional pubs uh, and all that kind of stuff. But most recently, we've just launched a beer called Peacock, uh, which is our take on your kind of I'm not going to say the names, but brewed by the majors um, to kind of go with Indian Indian foods. Um, and for us, with that beer, obviously it's brewed by Indians in a craft brewery, but also it tastes brilliant. So we don't kind of filter out all the product. You still get that hot bitterness coming through. Uh, very low carbonated, but it's a perfect beer to go with Asian foods. Are you feeling that coming across? Really lovely drop, this. Yeah, I'm pretty much going to just repeat what you said back to you, basically. Yeah, really lovely. Perfect with foods. Absolutely. So it's also um, available in can in a 440 mil uh, and in keg as well. So that beer, hopefully by the end of this year, should be going up and down the country. I'm intrigued by Bombay Honey and Royal Beast as well. Those sound phenomenal. Have you ended up getting one of those? Bombay Honey at the moment. I'm absolutely incredibly smooth, which is the main thing. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no. So we use uh, real and natural honey uh, in that beer there. That beer's been with us since 2015. It originally started on a, on a Cascale, and then we transferred it into a keg format. Um, and it, it's been fantastic, to be honest. It's been a beer that's kind of put us into new places and really kind of put us out there further afield. I mean, listen, I'm I'm loving everything I'm hearing right now about the Indian Brewery, especially you know where you guys are based, what you're doing with the beer. It's just win, win, win. So definitely <laughs> worth checking out. Thank you very much. So I just... Uh branched out on my own, took myself off, got myself a Mondo, uh, fantastic little IPA uh, from the Mondo Brewing Company. It's insane. It's so good. If you haven't had a Mondo, 
uh, I think I was talking about them last time uh, at the London Craft Beer Festival. Definitely worth picking up on what, uh, like seeking them out, finding Mondo. Um, again, I think I said this last year, I need to find out more about these Mondo guys because they're just doing some amazing stuff. Because um, this IPA is so good. It's got so much full of flavor. There's a real palate cleanser against all the lagers that I've just been having, the, the Le Chouf that we've had before. Yeah, very, very tasty. So yeah, highly recommend the Mondo, that's for sure. Let's not shout. So you've got an Arbor Peach Fuzz. Is it a Peach Fizz? Right? It's a Peach Fizz and it's a sour. Good. Oh, it's nice. It is delicious. So good. So it also, it, I think we should also clarify a couple of the ones that we've been to on our, on our way. We just went to Colonel, right? Colonel, who I didn't really know about before, love their really like strip you back. Know, yeah, yeah, strip back with minimalist to nothing. There you go. I didn't need to describe it. You guys got it covered. Excellent. That sounds so so passive aggressive. Um, but you put had, your handbags away. Exactly. You had their sour there, and actually, it was a bit too full on. Right? Like, it hurt to drink, yeah. which is yeah. the worst. That part. was probably the most full on sour I've ever had. To be yeah, I was stood three meters away and smelt it, and said, "That's not for me, personally." But I had their uh, I, their Idaho, and it was very good. Yeah, went out really well. That Idaho was what I went for, and that was a, a beauty. Uh, we've now moved on, and again, you've, you guys have, Joe, you've got it at the moment, but Dravis, you just had the peach fizz oh, yeah, uh, the peach sour fizz. there, and you found oh. that was at the right level. Delightful. One of the best sours I've had, uh, up there with one of the best things I've drunk. Uh, it's so good. I just find everything coming out of Arbor, which has got this lovely kind of like level to it. It's not too much, it's not too less, it's just oh, like, yeah. it's just, it's just right. Yeah. I, I had the My Little Sabroni, and I'm not used to the Sabro, Sabro. A uh, hop, beautiful, really, really nice. Never met a Sabro hop before? Uh, uh, not that I can remember. Uh, if they had done, they must have had my way with me, and I don't remember the whole affair. But, um, <laughs> I'm now drinking Flock 6% IPA. So tell us about Flock, because I've never had a Flock before. I'd love to, but I can't. <laughs> I'll treat you to a Flock later on if you're very good. So their emblem, or like their, their kind of like graphic they're going for, is like a flower, isn't it? Quite it, like sort yeah, of a like hippie vibe. Yeah, sort yeah. of idea. Yeah, quite like that. I feel that's more on trend for craft beers these days. There's a few that that are out with that kind of good vibes. Yeah. Uh, you had their other beer, didn't you, Travis? Um, but you've yeah, now I've moved had, on. I've had a few of them. Yeah, you've now moved on, and you've got uh, an attic, an attic room. And in all honesty, I'm not really feeling it. I've tried, I've tried it, I've drunk it, and just a little bit of nothing. Which is a bit upsetting because I really love their logo. I've, I've not, I've not come across attic before. No, it's the first time I've seen them. Are they made in an attic? <laughs> well, as you that's, imagine that's where it starts. Oh look, they've got the football on. Who's got the football on? Between those legs. <laughs> I feel we're off task. Um, but so you, you felt nothing, nothing like strong in terms of the flavour profile, but you felt, felt quite smooth. Though. Yeah, it was smooth, and it, and it was and it, it was fine, but there was just nothing fine, nothing to shout about. Okay, there we go, Attic, fine but fine. Fine but fine. Check back later for more. Go I am on Beak, and I'm on the Shoals Pale. Um, yeah, it's really nice. Just before you get into that, I swear I can still smell the sour from Colonel in your glass. That is persistent. <laughs> it could be your breath to be there, but like, I, I'm, I'm putting it down as a glass. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's persistent. I can, I can remember it from about 20 it's minutes there. ago. Um, but sorry, Beak, you're quite happy with. Very nice. I'm loving the logos. I'm loving the design. And the beer is good. So, yeah, Beak. So, 
I'm somewhat disappointed because I <laughs> I have just been to Pastore, Pastor, yeah, um, yeah, and I asked for the um, passion fruit and guava vice, and what I have clearly ended up with is the raspberry ripple sour. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say you, you'd find chaps can confirm my thinking on that if you like. It's not raspberry coloured, um, but that is a sour if ever I met one. But I ah. Let me go try it Sharp. Oh, sharp. Dim. God, that is sharp. So that's that's Raspberry Ripple for you. That's painfully um, sharp, that one. I think we need to just stay next to Joe while we, he's got to go and investigate. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just still recording. Um, I kind of want the big t-shirt. The one with the, him lying on the dog. Fair. Yeah, they guys seem to have a kind of uh, Statue of Liberty vibe in their t-shirts. Yeah, they've got that, yeah. God, I hope Joe comes back. Yeah, I hope Joe comes back. Also, I'm just that like the girl's t-shirt next to him is full on. So, have you got the vice? Would you like to take me? It's the exact same thing that you've got. So I think their their vice is a sour, which doesn't make any sense. I'm outraged, frankly. (laughs) Just assessing it. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say, it does taste more passion fruity. Yeah, I, I, I think I got, I got caught up on the whole sour situation, didn't I? But, you know, let's call a vice a vice, but this is not a vice. <laughs> yeah. It's painfully sour. I would rather taste a spade, personally, and we could call that a spade. <laughs> Just bumped into Stu Charlton from Fierce, Fierce Beer. Always a pleasure talking to Stu. Uh, yeah, today is definitely, from what he's saying, the busiest day of the festival. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway, he, was, he sent his love to everyone. Uh, he didn't say that. I'm just saying that on his behalf. He just said, uh, I'm said pretty hi. sure he implies it. He implies hi. And he implies love as well. All good vibes. Uh, just chatted with the Goodness Brew guys. Um, the newest brewery started out in 2019. Uh, got quite popular. Got opened a tap room in the, up in um, North London, Wood Green, oh, okay. in the last, uh, last couple of years. Um, so yeah, anyway, a, a brewery will definitely swing back round to just go and see if we can get a bit more out, out of them at some point. I was going to say, the artwork is absolutely fantastic, which is what I'm liking. So Well, I love just the, the name of their beers as well. Like their Session IPA was just called Yes exclamation mark. Oh yeah, that's currently what I'm drinking. And so, what do you yeah, think yeah, of Yes? Yes, I'm just drinking Yes. I was like, you know what, do you want this? I was like, yes, I do. There's a beer that's going to make you say something. It's going to be a Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? So that's great. Uh, Barbara's just out at the New Bristol Brewery. Um, set up and check that one out. What else do you like? You like the Galway Bay? Yeah, I was going to say I've just seen the Galway Bay Brewery, and um, like the sign is Poseidon. So they've got like the sign. I was like, being being a nautical boy myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go and try. I'm going to go and speak Naturally, to them. Towards that. Yeah. <laughs> I see Beak Brewery. I see uh, Greek Brewery T-shirts. I see Cloudwater Brewery T-shirts. All the breweries on show at the moment. As you well know, I am not a sour fan. I went over to talk to New Bristol because everything New Bristol seems to turn out, I am quite a card-carrying fan of. Um, and they said, try the Bri- uh, try the Bristol. Try the sour. Uh, and yeah, fair play. Particularly after a couple of sours that Travis has gone to earlier on and actually made me recoil in horror, this sour is pretty solid. Like, not so offensive. It's just like not going too full tilt as a sour for me. Well, it's it's non- it, it didn't taste like a sour. That was yeah, my main yeah, thing. Yeah. It tasted like actually like something else it could be. You know, it's really tasty. Um, and, uh, but, but while we're on the topic of recoiling in horror, 
Uh, what so, have you got, Rich? You went for your Neptune, you know, kind of beer, the Galway beer. So, so, so this is from a brewery called Frontal. Um, oh, okay. And I'm going to say this is possibly the most sour thing, the most sour beer I've ever tasted in my life. That's great. That means I don't need to taste yeah, it. Yeah, there, there we go, Joe. Come on. Okay. Yeah, so what was the really overtly sour, what was the overtly sour one the other day, uh, earlier on? <laughs> Yeah. Man, alive. That's like lime cordial. <laughs> yeah, I think he's put lime cordial in it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting close to the end of the barrel. Are you sure? He's <laughs> only so saving himself. Yeah. Oh, mama! <laughs> so um, this beer is called the lime cordial. Well, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like a lime cordial. It's called the lime cordial. Did you guys ever watch The Simpsons? <sighs> and there's that there's, there's a weird episode where someone goes, "All this talk is making me hungry." And he bites into a lemon, and he goes. <laughs> Oh, his face basically turns into a sponge. That's what's just happened with it. And I'm, I'm not going to lie that the Colonel, I thought they had their sourest beer, but Jesus Christ, Frontal has the sourest beer I've ever tasted in my so life. In the sour, the Frontal, frontal, oh, fr- frontal is dominating. From my perspective, that's the weirdest competition in the world. To be <laughs> we're at the London Craft Beer Festival again, and we're with Utopian. Um, and what's your name? Graham. Graham. Um, and we're just uh, so we've recently everyone's tried a little sip of their beer and had an absolutely fantastic time. Um, so how long have you guys been going for? So we've been going since 2019, so not very long. Yeah. Uh, and so what sort of beers do you specialise in, or are you a bit all over the shop? We are a lager brewery mainly. Um, we've been doing quite a few ale brews recently, just speciality, trying a few different things. Devon, isn't it? Where, where, where we about in Devon are you? We're near Exeter, in, in the backwoods, just a little yeah. bit. Where it rains quite a lot, traditionally, is my experience. It rains, but you know, it's a beautiful part of the farming country, and we just use British ingredients, so it's great to be there. Better for producing those as well. So where did you guys start from? What was what were kind of the roots that you you started? So uh, Richard founded the brewery, so he had a history in brewing. He was saying he wanted to do this big uh, drive for sustainability with the brewery. So it's something really he's passionate about. Uh, and lager is, is what he wants to do. Well, as we said, lager is coming back, which is... Um, uh, <laughs> well, we strongly agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. We've, we've recently, all seen yeah. trends. Yeah, yeah. Recently, we, we thought lager is coming back on tea, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you guys see then into the future with, um, with you? So it's, it's all going really well at the moment. Everyone is expanding. We do a lot of uh, one-off brews. So at the moment we're doing a Pilsner series, trying to highlight British grown hops. So we've done the Harlequin Pilsner so far. We did one with Mystic quite recently, and we've just got uh, conditioning now and East Kent Golding's lager as well. Very nice. What have you enjoyed so far? Well, just the ability to try a wide variety of different beers, which you've never never looked to try. Well, I guess that's the thing. Like it's a, a literal mixing pot of like so many different pe- breweries, so many different people as well. And I, I'm, I've been sort of astounded. Like last year, we came here, everyone was doing a sour. Whereas now, sour seems to be off the menu, and like lager seems to be the thing that everyone's got one on. Right? I'm, ve- I'm very happy that lager on the on the forefront of this year because I, I I can't stand a sour. I'm like not a sour man at all. At the risk of sounding like Milan Fashion Week, yeah. it's like, what are you wearing right now? Like, <laughs> what are you guys drinking right now? <laughs> uh, I'm on the uh, the Utopian Rainbow Mybock Mybock Lager. That's yeah, easy for you to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> and what have we think so far? It's a really nice beer. Yeah, it's a it's a seven percent, so it's a little bit on the stronger side. Robust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's it definitely doesn't taste 
like a seven percent. Okay, and, and And would you guys say you have seen a brewery and you're like, I'm going back there, or uh, I've got to go and try that before I go? I don't know. There's, there's certainly ones about to pay for a pint. I certainly go back. What would you come to the salt? Uh, from Salt Brewery yeah, yeah, we were recommended it by a random guy in a, yeah, a food queue or something yeah. um, there's a cool place like donut beers or something it's possibly yeah, yeah. a pastry pastry, pastry. Oh, oh the pastry yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which looks yeah. interesting yeah. as well yeah. so we've not tried it I've not tried it it's only something worth my experience with like quite gimmicky beers is they never really taste right and I think a pastry beer I'm always like a bit wary of because yeah, it's going to be yeah. so sweet. That's not my my palate. They did like yeah, a jam donut one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's nice. worth a try. But will I try it like again in a pub and again and again? Probably not. Will I pay for it? Yeah, yeah. That's a different conversation yeah, altogether. Yeah, exactly. Beauty <laughs> of this place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so Richard just returned and he's oh, got something that looks like beer. a big espresso. What's this? <laughs> it's, it's called Caramel Joe, and I've, I've not tried it yet. Okay. okay. Well, you know, I'm sweet enough, so you don't, don't keep us on. <laughs> don't keep us on tenterhooks. What's going on here? He's got pursed lips. That's oh all I'm going to say. Oh, treacle. <laughs> <laughs> Winner? Was it? Winner or oh, binner? A oh, binner. God, that's hard. <laughs> uh, more on that from Richard Vitt later on, I think. Okay, I think we're turned on. Are you turned on? Uh, a little bit turned on. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, Mondo. Mondo. Uh, just tried the Mumble IPA. Yeah. So, I had that earlier on. It was a sneaky recording whilst you guys weren't around. How and dare it was you? Bloody delicious. Um, I hate to deny, Joe. It is not that great. I mean, it's not that great. It really is not so that I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I think it, there might be a little bit of craft beer fatigue. I, th I think I've been going on pails for the last hour and a half, and now I'm kind of going, do you know what? I want you know, a lager or something like that. So I'll put it this way. I've just had Renegade Brewery's uh, Greensboro Jack, and it is very different to anything else I've had so far. It's a session ale. Really nice. Uh, I haven't got beer fatigue. Some of us can last longer than others in this environment. <laughs> um, I just, it, it's just not that good from Mondo Brewery. It's, it's fine. It's um, And the worst part is it was the only one they had left on tap, but it's just... Which means no, everyone else has gone for them. So I don't know. Something to say about it. I mean, it, but not for Mondo. Um, not that great. It's worth mentioning we're still looking for Beardy Man after we were told he was performing here last year. And... Sorry, that, that feels like an attack on Beardy Man. I don't mean it to be like that. Um, but there are still plenty of people here in amongst the Mondo, nearby a, a Renegade, as we just mentioned. Uh, Umbrella Londoner here. Um, it is still vibing, isn't it, basically? I mean, for the second day it's been running, I think everyone was naturally running. Last year, I remember there was a lot less beer on, on the show. A lot of the yeah. beers were actually running out by this point, whereas I think everyone else has brought more beer this time around. It's, it's worth mentioning, geographically, we are nearer the entrance right now, and actually these guys seem to have kind of portioned it out quite nicely. But also, I feel for the people who come later on, because last year, I think, like, we were finding it struggling to find beer, whereas, like, we're the afternoon session, whereas they've got an evening session as well coming. Legit, legit. So, uh, oh, we'll see what that, that holds, and... Um, Maybe we'll hit you guys up shortly with a little bit of a run through of the things that we're coming to, uh, of the things that really loved uh, and would like to go back and do again. Okay, everyone, so uh, we're here with Rory at the London Craft Beer Festival. Um, 
Rory, how are you doing? What are you enjoying so far? What's going on? Doing fantastic, thank you very much. Um, yeah, having a great time. Had a few hoppy beers. Um, probably the best one so far was uh, the Mondo Brewing Company. Yes, Rory! I enjoyed that. Yes! Love that beer! Sponsored by them, is that, is that what it is? Joe's backing you up on that one. Yeah, yeah, no, probably my favourite so far. So Uh, I don't want this to sound like uh, Paris Fashion Week, but what are you drinking right now? (laughs) I am drinking the Detour Pow Owl. It's uh, (laughs) lovely, beautiful. The thing is, the longer it goes on, the harder it is to keep track, right? My taste buds have now all merged into one. I have no idea what's going on. We're four hours in now. That's it, that's it. Well, okay, so someone in our... uh, little group did not like Mondo but we've got Joe and big fan Rory's a big fan of Mondo okay so maybe we might need to try and catch up with Mondo a little bit later on we have met uh, guys introduce yourselves hi my name is Sean Sean my name is JC JC and Rosemary Rosemary lovely to meet you thank you so much for spending a bit of time because we're at the London Craft Beer Festival we are all here to kind of drink beer rather than necessarily be forced into a pod- podcast recording. <laughs> um, what have you guys, uh, I mean, have you been here since the 11 o'clock start? What are you enjoying? What's going on? Do you like beer? <laughs> I, think you, I think you might. John? Yeah, been here since, uh, yeah, 11.30, straight in. Tried pretty much every single place. And the best cider. Cider. Yeah, I hate cider. The oh, cider. Yeah. Boo! Boo! Cider! Thank you. And the best was the small lager. Smoke. Yeah, smoke, smoke. Where, where did you get that from? I have no idea. I'm sorry, sorry, I can't remember the name of it. numbers, of course, as well. Rosemary is like a real, real winner. <laughs> I can't remember. We're drinking some brew by numbers. What have we got? I don't know why. I'm going to go get That's the spirit. Um, have you guys got anything also that you particularly enjoyed and want to go back and try a bit later did, on? They did find the best, yeah. uh, the best beer in, in the world, apparently, according to them, was Tergurlo. Tergurlo, it was a, a Belgian one. Oh, that was very delightful. Yeah, yeah Tergurlo. Tergurlo as well. Tergurlo, okay. Well, we'll give that a bit of time. It's in a parlor. They have a cherry one. Yeah, they weren't. I really enjoyed the beers from Great Beyond. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I like that as well. Stone and wood. 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 There's a lot of love for the uh, the ginger beer with us uh, so far. Um, love it. Thank you guys so much. Well, what a weekend it's been here in the <laughs> beer tasting pamphlet that is London. We've been oh. at the London Craft Beer Festival. That's the London Craft Beer Festival. Yeah, in, indeed. I don't quite know why the accents happened in the way it has. I think it might even be Craig Doyle from BT Sport and the, and the Rugby, so it has. <laughs> However, I'm here with Joe, Joe Truitt and Richard Travel. Have you had a nice time, fellas? I've had a delightful time, um, but that might be down to the amount of beer I've drunk today. Have you drunk a lot of it? Oh, I'm so sorry, Richard. Joe, you'd like to say that you've had a I'd nice like, like a few words, if, if I may. Thank you. Wait. Now you may say it. Yes, it's been very delightful. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm, I'm appreciative of being here right now. Whatever you it listeners feels sorry may think. Because we're doing all Irish accents. And literally, none of us are Irish. Uh, mine wasn't meant to be an Irish accent. I'm sorry <laughs> if I get that impression. Don't listen to them, <laughs> listeners. They're just drunk. Um, highlights, gentlemen, as to which breweries you particularly enjoyed the fair of. I'm 
always a fan. Siphon out the Irish accent and just ask what you think. I'm always a fan of when we meet up with our friend Stu at Fierce Brewery. That's always a good fan. Um, I liked meeting up with the uh, obviously going through the salt beer guys, and it was always nice to kind of <laughs> going see, through the going salt through beer. them. Go, we just ran through Chance their, their fine, place basically, like give us a beer and then run off, run away. Um, it was nice talking to and, and seeing Colonel, although you weren't a big fan of their salt, their sour way. Well, I tell you what, it was because I only tried one of their beers, and the sour was just a little bit too much, just a little bit too oh, much. See, I thought the theirs was the one that was. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, there was the, theirs was the one that was like a lot, right? It was full on. That was the real full on sour. But was, all the other beers were like quite, so delightful. Quite, yeah. yeah, like they're doing the pure. Do you know what I didn't like? It. it was queuing for an hour to go to the toilet. That was not appreciative. That is a valuable bit of feedback. Um, but Joe, that's a problem for your bladder. So you can't really blame the breweries for that. I'm not saying I'm blaming the breweries. I'm saying we're looking blame at the the, the, the the day <laughs> itself at the craft beer festival. They should have put more lose on. That's what I'm saying. Pinsa was nice, wasn't it? The pizza. Pizza? Pizza. It's like a pizza, but different. Yeah, the steak. Like. Tasty. Chili. With a capital T. Bread thing at lunch was delicious. Oh. If you're talking about lunch, that was fantastic. The steak was cooked weirdly to perfection for everybody who ate it. Because yeah, there was a lot of steak going there was on there, wasn't there? a lot of steak happening. And you know what, fair play, um, a warm welcome to anyone who has started listening to the I'll Try That podcast on the back of seeing one of our crudely placed um, beer mats. <laughs> you will also, if you knew of the podcast already, you will have heard of us uh, affiliating with the wonderful Mosaic Board Prince. We put those together for us, so um, thank you so much for, to, to those guys again, because we were yeah, uh, liberally distributing them over the course of the podcast, and welcome to anyone who has picked one up and listened to uh, the podcast as a result. Uh, we really appreciate it. So that is us in a very broad sense wrapping up. Thank you for joining everyone, and we'll speak to you a bit later on. Bye-bye. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber and Simo. Goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll try that podcast.com and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>